in today's episode i wanted to take a very very important topic gut health almost every single type of medicine recognizes that gut health is essential for the entire body's health so i'm going to delve into the depth of gut health and what it means to have it and how we can achieve health by attaining gut health this is where all of these problems starts right uh, allergy starts from gut issues whether it be food allergies environmental allergies all of this starts from the gut health so when we think about gut health um, we think of our digestion right so did you know your digestive health starts from your mouth and ends in your anus so it's not something that just below your ribs it actually starts right here and it goes all the way down so we have to think about um entire passage for our health or gut health rather than just think about our abdomen so to have good digestion everything in between this should be working really well so whatever we eat the digestion starts in the mouth even if you drink a smoothie you should chew the smoothie and mix it with your saliva before you swallow it if that is the case for smoothies do i have to say more about solid foods why should we pay attention to our digestion is this important i mean you know we are all busy nowadays we don't have time to think about what we put in our mouth we don't have time to think about whether we pooped um we don't have time to think about uh, you know what we have going on in our body we just don't have time for all of that so why is it important that we do that most of you may have already noticed is that uh, when you eat certain foods your body doesn't always agree with it it doesn't like it you know you throw up or you have diarrhea and so on and so forth and that is the way your body communicates so it's essential that we pay attention to how our body communicates we pay attention to our partners communicating we pay attention to our children communicating with us we actually even part, uh, you know we show interest in even our customers or our clients or patients all of this we actually pay attention to so many people telling us what's going on in their bodies or what's going on in their lives and so on and so forth so why wouldn't we do that for ourselves that is the least that we can do for our body that does everything for us so did you know that not only your immune system function but also your brain function and every single cellular function depends on your digestion yes actually even your brain function there is something called as an enteric nervous system and that stands for a nervous system in your gut so it's very essential that we fix our gut if we want to have good health so if your digestion system if your digestive system works very well then every single cell is fed nutrition and thrives resulting in health so let's say you suffer from acid reflux or stomach pains or cramps in your abdomen gas bloating diarrhea constipation whatever be the problem it definitely means that there is something that you are either putting in your body that your body is not agreeing with or you are not able to digest something because your digestive system is kind of gone off balance so it's very important to pay attention to what you are eating and how you are eating as well as how you eliminate keep a food journal if you suffer from any of these symptoms and i also suggest that you seek a homeopath who can help you get to the root cause of the problem because when you have a few different problems it's always important 
to pay attention to the symptoms, but also get to the root cause rather than just put a Band-Aid on it. You know, for example, if you have acid reflux and you take Zantac or you take uh, an Omeprazole, any of these medications, they're just a Band-Aid on the problem. You're not really fixing the problem. You know, taking a medication for the rest of your life is really not a solution. And that can also result in other problems. So it's very essential that we pay attention and we fix the root of the problem. So if you also have uh, any other gut issues like bleeding in your stools, blood in your stools, or mucus in your stools, there should not be any mucus in your stools as well. Those are all alarming signs, the way that your body communicates to you that there is really something going on in there and you need to pay attention to it. Um, also, I think this is very important, and we'll also talk about this the next week about kids' health, and we'll talk about that, kids' diet, and so on and so forth. But today, I just want to mention this. It's very important that we teach our kids good food habits, um, like eating wholesome foods, and also pooping every day. Most of us, what we do is, um, you know, when the kid turns maybe five, maybe seven, when we stop cleaning them up or making sure that they are clean, we don't really pay attention to that anymore. We don't actually ask them anymore. Did you poop today? Did you actually, um, you know, how was your bowel movement? What was the nature of it? What was the consistency of it? And um, most people actually even find this very embarrassing when they, um, you know, first see me for their first consultation because I talk about poop and I do it extensively. Um, I've even had patients who say that they are reminded of me if they see a poop chart. <laughs> and I guess I'm always honored by those recalls. Uh, on a serious note, though, it's essential we pay attention to the color, consistency, and nature of our stools. And we also teach our kids to pay attention to them as well. So first, you know, it might sound embarrassing when you start this uh, habit. But then over a period of time, they'll know that this is something that they have to be adults. They'll really, really realize that, you know, if there is anything that's off, they'll know immediately what they need to do. Um, another thing also is, uh, it might surprise you when I say this, but uh, I think I've seen it all. Um, I've even had patients who don't know whether they poop every day. And I think everybody knows that we have to poop every single day. If you eat, you need to poop. It's that essential because whatever we use, whatever we absorb, the rest of it, the waste has to be thrown out of the body. Otherwise, it'll result in bacteria that are growing in it and feeding on it and now producing gas and bloating and so on and so forth. So even if you have gas and bloating that is minimal, that is not excessive, but it smells bad, it's something to pay attention to. There is something that's happening in your gut and it's actually telling you that. So what are the basic things you can do today to improve your gut health? There are some basic things that you can do without any kind of herbs, without any homeopathic medicines or any other medications. You don't even need anything except for you and the intention to improve your health. Um, so the first thing that I would start off with is eat only when you're hungry. So I cannot reiterate that enough. We talked about fasting um, two weeks ago and uh, how much of it's essential to give your digestive system rest. It's also essential to pay attention to what your body tells you. So when your body tells you that it's hungry, then you feed it. When it says I'm full, stop it. It's actually such a basic thing, but many of us are so caught up in our lives that we don't even pay attention to these minimal things. We look at our 
clock, you know, it's almost like a, a habit. We eat out of habit rather than we eat for hunger. But I cannot reiterate that enough that eat while you're hungry. That will make sure that you have the acid in your uh, stomach to digest the food as well as the digestive enzymes so that the digestion is properly done and you get the whole uh, nutrition from all of the digestion that take that takes place and your cells will thrive from it. <clears throat> so the second thing that I would suggest is chew your food completely. So I mentioned that about even the smoothie before, but anything that you eat, anything that you put in your mouth, chew, chew, chew. And until it becomes a sludge and then swallow. This is imperative as carbohydrate digestion specifically starts in your mouth. So there is something called a salivary amylase. It's an enzyme in your saliva that has to mix properly to the food in order for the stomach acid as well as the other digestive enzymes to work on, break it down, and then absorb. Another thing that's also essential is the reason why we talk about chewing so much is our stomach or our intestines do not have teeth. The reason why we have teeth here is to chew. So let's make use of that more. Uh, the third thing that I would say is eat slowly. Eat as if you're meditating. I know, you know, we all have our phones. Um, we are doing something on our phones, responding to emails. Maybe somebody's pissing you off <laughs> on the email. Or maybe you're watching the news. Actually, turn it off, please. Because when you watch TV, especially the news, there are a lot of stress. I mean, it's almost like your body is going through stress. There is no difference in your body, whether you are experiencing stress in the moment, that is, whether you're running away from a lion or a tiger, or whether you're actually seeing a lion or a tiger chasing someone. It does not make a difference at all because your mind sees that as a stress and you might have noticed this many times your heart rate might go up when you see something stressful so when you eat it's very essential that you don't get stressed out because your stomach is a relaxed organ so when we put food in there it doesn't have to contract a lot of people who suffer from acid reflux are eating in a hurry they're just literally just you know throwing the food in and uh, doing that makes the splinter between your stomach and your esophagus open up, especially if you're doing that in a hurry, doing it under stress. Then it opens up and the food comes back up mixed with the acid causing acid reflux. So slow down, slow down. What do you work for? What are you making money for? The basic needs are food, shelter, right? And safety, that's about it. These are the basic needs. So take time to eat. This is so essential for your gut health because in many, many cases, I have to actually say this, uh, in cases where I have seen patients with uh, uh, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's and so on and so forth, one of the commonest things that we see between all of these patients is that they're all anxious and anxiety rests in your digestive system. So which means that if you're anxious on a regular basis, that can actually affect your digestive system. And your digestive system being affected can also cause more anxiety. So it's a, it's a vicious cycle. So we need to pay attention to not only our emotions. So at least while we're eating, let's turn off those TVs. Let's put our phones away. 
let's talk, not talk about um, stressful stuff. Let's just relax the meal, relax and enjoy the meal. So each and every single mouthful that goes in to relax, enjoy the taste of that and then swallow it. And this process ensures that one, you feel satiated because most of the time, most people don't even re realize what they've eaten because they are just gorging it down, right? You know, they don't have time to enjoy the meal. And so they keep craving for certain tastes. Even cravings come from not taking enough time to chew, enjoy, and swallow foods. A lot of the foods that we crave, for example, let's say that, you know, you take a piece of cake. Okay, I know. <laughs> so you take a piece of cake. And so when you take a piece of cake and you start eating this piece of cake, so first, when you start eating, you're actually going to notice that you feel the sweetness, right? I mean, you enjoy the probably the first bite, maybe the second bite, maybe the third bite. I mean, I can almost assure you that by the fourth or the fifth bite, you've forgotten that you're eating a cake. There is no enjoyment anymore. So now most people can't even actually enjoy that after a certain point in time because your tongue has been satiated with the taste of the sweet. But because we are eating so mindlessly, we just keep putting it in our body because it's right there in front of us. Not only do we not enjoy it, but also we are probably eating more than what is necessary because we are not enjoying the food. And then after finishing that particular piece of cake, we want another piece because we almost felt like there was a lack of enjoyment during that process. So I cannot tell you this enough that, you know, enjoy the foods that you eat, take time, relax and enjoy it. So when you also enjoy your food, one of the things that we notice is that you're going to eat slowly. The second thing is that you're actually going to realize when you feel full and you're going to stop when you feel full. So you're not down, you know, another 500 calories in without even paying attention to it. You're actually going to start eating more mindfully. And this is another thing that's very important is don't drink cold water if you have any digestive issues. This is so, so, so important. Uh, most people have the habit of drinking cold water, whether it is with food, after food, before food, or during the day. But if you have any digestive system issues, please refrain from drinking cold water. Your friend is warm water, even when it's warm, even when it's hot, even in our Dallas summers, okay? At least warm, if not cold, or at least room temperature. Don't drink cold water, please, for your digestive system's sake. Okay, uh, the reason why is your body's uh, digestive system is very, um, it's, it's, it's a very fine-tuned system, let me put it that way. So your body temperature is at 98.46, around there, okay? That's Fahrenheit. That's the temperature at which our body functions optimally. So our digestive system has so many enzymes as well as stomach acid that functions well at certain temperatures as well as certain pH. So when we drink cold water, you're essentially changing the temperature in your digestive system as well, especially if it's ice cold water, that immediately your digestive system's enzymes denature. What that means is they become non-functional. They cannot work now. So which means that all that healthy food, you might have eaten like this amazing meal, wholesome meal, and then you drink a whole glass of cold water with it or after it. Now you're pretty much told your enzymes don't work. So how are you going to get the benefits of what you ate 
if your digestion is not going to work very well. So it's imperative that you drink warm water, that too not while eating, 20 to 30 minutes after eating. This is another habit that we need to teach our kids. Most kids have a cup of water right next to their plates and they keep drinking water as they're eating. And this is a very bad habit because it again, every habit that we create when they're young sets them up for success or failure when they get to be adults. So they will naturally suffer from more digestive issues and so on and so forth later on. And so of course we want our kids to be healthy. We want them to be successful, not just in their life, but in their physical health, mental health, and all of those things. So it's imperative that we tell them not to drink water when they eat and also not essentially swallowing the food by drinking water, but by chewing food well before we swallow. So these are some of the things that you can, it will go a long way. And you will also see that their digestion is better. They don't suffer from constipation. They don't suffer from diarrhea and so on and so forth, or even uh, constant abdominal pain and so on and so forth. So um, the best time to drink water is not before, not during eating, but 20 to 30 minutes after eating, preferably warm or room temperature. And then of course, you know, there are so many um, other things that you can do for your digestive system. Um, again, you know, going back to our fasting um, Facebook Live, fasting is really, really good for your digestive system. It's almost like a reset button for the digestive system, if you will. So if you fast at least maybe once in 15 days, uh, once a month or so, even if you can actually do intermittent fasting, that will ensure that your digestive system gets some rest and can reset itself and then start over again. We eat way too much than we need to. And I'm not talking about people who eat less. I'm just talking about most people. And again, of course, you know, I want you to use your common sense and know whether you're eating too much or not. And by slowing down and doing that, you will also realize that you, how much you need and how much you're eating right now. So herbs that can aid in digestion. The first and foremost that stimulates your digestive system. This is actually something that most people don't know about um, is digestive bitters. B-I-T-T-E-R-S. So the bitters, this is a combination of few herbs that are put together in a bottle. It comes in a spray form or it actually comes in a drops form. So what people can do is if you suffer from acid reflux or um, constipation, diarrhea, and so on and so forth, most likely there is some digestive imbalance going on here. So of course, I always suggest that you seek a professional if it's something chronic, because uh, treating something chronic by yourself may not be a good idea because you may not understand the anatomy and physiology and how the body works and so on and so forth. But if it's an acute thing, you can definitely use digestive bitters. So what this does is it's bitter in taste, it's a combination of many herbs and the bitter taste is pretty much, you know, in our diets, it's not in our diets pretty much. Like I don't ever see anybody eating or seeking bitter foods, but bitter foods are very essential for our colon health. So actually every taste is essential for our digestive system. Sweet, sour, bitter, um, spice, as well as what we call as umami, which is kind of like a bitter, a mix of few different tastes. So it's very essential that we actually have all of these different tastes in our in our foods. And bitters especially, since we avoid them like it's a plague, it's essential that we put it back in to improve our colon health. So for somebody who has constipation, this is actually a really good one. If you take it before a meal, and if you take it after a meal, it's really good for acid reflux. So it can actually be a, a well-rounded digestive system herb or treatment for most acute problems. Of course, um, you know, we also have our peppermint, 
tea. We also have ginger tea. These are things that can actually aid in digestion as well. And regarding homeopathic remedies, uh, on our website at hygiahomeopathy.com, tab heal naturally. We also have for indigestion, constipation, um, diarrhea, and so on and so forth. Uh, acid reflux, uh, there we have protocols for them for acute issues. But if you do have chronic issues, please do consult a professional. You know, I don't want you to just treat it, uh, you know, here and there because there might be something much more than what you can understand and what you can treat. I know you have things to do and places to be, and you chose to listen to me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm Dr. Samya Sridharan, and it is an absolute honor to be heard by you. I hope you enjoyed and learned something from this episode. Show us some love and share with your friends and family. And be sure to tune into our next episode in two weeks. Much love and health. Until then.